One, two, three, let's go. You're listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can find us on our Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and Twitter. Hi, welcome to WJMS Media. I'm so excited to get to talk to you today. Where are you from? What's your name? Introduce yourself. I'm Liliana Pulido. I'm from Chicago, Illinois, um, the southeast side specifically, but yeah. And we're currently at Columbia College, Chicago. <laughs> so fun. Hi, I'm one of the band members. Uh, I'm Ian, Jake Robleza. I'm from Aurora, Illinois. And yeah. How did music play a part in your guys' growing up? Did you start with a certain instrument? Did you start singing? What did that look like? Well, like for me in particular, like I, my, my siblings kind of like introduced music to me as I was growing up. But a lot of it was like, me listening to what my mom used to play, which was like a lot of boleros, a lot of mariachi music and like just Latin American music. My dad with his mariachi while he's working on I don't know what. (laughs) And uh, I got into like a lot of rock and roll too as well. Like a big mix from like my oldest sister, she showed me the Beatles, but my first instrument was the guitar. And I started when I was eight years old. And then a year later I got into violin and I was getting into singing. Was that kind of on the side or did you do that for like your school's band program or strings program? So uh, the guitar was more like on the side on my own thing as an eight-year-old. And then like <laughs> I started violin at school. Got it. Classic. I played clarinet for about three minutes and then I was like, yeah. that." <laughs> <laughs> um, so you guys both said you're from Chicago. How did you decide on Columbia? What was the pathway to that? Oh, for me in particular, it was like, I don't I, I was having a lot of like trouble finding what I wanted one day like I was in high school like I went to military schools Carver Military Academy and I like for a while I was like okay I don't really know what I want I don't I'm not sure if I want to do this I'm like I really like music I want to write music and make music and like record it I don't know where that takes me then one day my brother just said oh what about audio engineering my one of my professors used to do that and I'm like what is that so I looked into it, and Columbia is, like, one of the programs that's closer to my home that I can come to. Mm-hmm. What about you? Yeah, I wanted to – Columbia uh, was – I was also pretty aimless right out of high school. Uh, so I got my gen eds done at community college. And I actually wanted to major in philosophy at Concordia, but then I, I didn't get scholarships. So I was like, oh, fine, I don't need that anyway. So I, I, yeah. I, went, I went to Columbia instead. I've been writing songs – since I was a senior in high school, but I my music kind of started when I was a kid too. I played drums and then a couple bands, but yeah. Uh, so now I go to Columbia and I, I major in audio arts, like Lily does. We're both. That's how you guys Columbia. met. That's how we yeah, met. Yeah, that's how we met. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh. And what instrument do you play in the band? I kind of play a lot of different things. I can I can do the drums. There's guitar, vocals, background vocals, stuff like that. Yeah, we're yeah, missing one of our band. Yeah, we're missing one of our band members right now, Miguel Lucero. He's the best, but yeah, he's, he, he plays the trumpet. Yeah, he plays the trumpet. So he. <laughs> do you got, do you have a favorite instrument, or is it just like kind of whatever? <laughs> I like. Oh, I can't pick favorites. I'm so bad at indecisive. <laughs> yeah, I'm um, about, about love them all. What does an average day at Columbia look like? Well. I also work here at Columbia, so it's like a lot of work. 
I'm in school, work in school, work in school. And then I'm trying to like find a nice medium where I could work on like my music. Mm-hmm. So a lot of it's like staying up late or like when I get home. But luckily, like at my job, I work at the tutoring center here. So if anybody needs tutoring, come see me. <laughs> um, yeah, there's a music room in there. So if I don't have an appointment, I like to sneak in there and just use the guitar that they have. Some of my songs that I've recently wrote in, written, written, oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I wrote them at the tutoring center while I was just Aww. trying to make some kill some time. Mm-hmm. There you but go, I'm, killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I guess the the typical day is um in in our audio arts program. You know, there's just a lot of like recording classes, and I think that's what really helped us kind of like you know because it's like one thing to write music and then like having that knowledge of recording too is, is really like another songwriting process within and of itself, I think. Yeah. Absolutely. For sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you could give any piece of advice to a younger musician looking at the college route and how to balance that, what would be your one piece of advice that you could give? Ooh. Ooh. You want to go first? Thinking. How about you? <laughs> I'm thinking you go first. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, one's a, that one's a hard one. Oh, oh, all good. No, I, I think the best advice is like, you know, try to balance school and make time for yourself to like actually make music that you enjoy, like make some time. I know it might be hard, but there's time somewhere in your day. Even if you want just to write a poem, something that will lead you to something. But, you know, no pressure, of course, relax, <laughs> get your rest. It's important. Yeah. Yeah, I think my advice would be to cultivate a mentality where you're not like make sure your priorities are right you know like what are you doing the music for you know what I mean and it's really easy to get burnt out so yeah you know music is really important part of your life you know but always have a bunch of other stuff to that to like keep you busy you know yeah I love that you can pull inspiration from so many different places that's a great piece of advice how is the Chicago music scene? Are you guys performing places? Are you mostly recording, mostly writing? What's your guys' main focus? So, like, at the moment, it's been a mix of mostly writing. But we, as of recently, I feel like, like Liliana and Los Caballeros have been, like, getting into more gigs, like, That's around so- the Chicago scene. But it's not, like, that big. It's more, like, we've performed a lot in Colombia in different events. And we've recently, like, I think our biggest one was performing at this uh, location called Health- Healthy Living chicago in humble park mm-hmm. and it was like this cute little coffee shop but it was awesome mm-hmm. i think that was our, i think that would be my favorite yeah. performance yet it, it, was packed in there. it was packed and mm-hmm. it was fun that must be the best feeling would you want to get more into performing or would you more like to do the studio recording aspect i think so we're actually getting ready <laughs> to uh, perform at the metro on april 20th so which is crazy because like that's a legendary venue you know what i mean absolutely so, and also, like, uh, I think it's we're trying to balance the whole like. I mean, uh, we're I'm, we're working on demos right now mm-hmm. for songs. Yeah, I think it's a bit mm-hmm. of both because I like I love recording too. Like, I love working at studios, but I also like working on my music as well. Performing is just like I feel shy, like you know, on my normal day. But I think when I'm performing, I'm like a, I wouldn't say I'm a different person, but another part of me comes out. Yeah. Absolutely. I love that. I used to be a dancer, so I totally get the on stage. Like you get kind of get not a character, but like a a different persona. Who is your guys' largest music inspiration? Where do you draw a lot of your inspiration from? 
I get a lot of mine from like mariachi and like Latin mm-hmm. music, but I, I like uh, Natalia Laforcade. I just love her lyrics and she's such a good vibe. But I also like, I like singer songwriter stuff too. I like to listen to, it's like a wide range because it's like either listening to rap, rock or like, you know, like some softer music. It's just wild. <laughs> Who's your favorite singer songwriter you can think of off the top of your head? <laughs> Oh me? Well, um, my <laughs> no, no. <laughs> my favorite is Glenn Hansard and Marquetta Iglova. If you've ever seen the movie Once, or they turned into a musical now. Yeah, it's called Once, and okay, I'll look it up. Yeah, it's it's really good. That's where I get a lot of my inspiration, especially when I was making my uh, second album, and also Twenty One Pilots. And people wouldn't guess that, but I really like Twenty One Pilots. <laughs> Love Twenty One Pilots. <laughs> <laughs> My, my music taste is a wide range. It's wild. Like, I could go from indie and, like, funk to, like, mm-hmm. heavy metal and, like, classic rock. Yeah, Spanish rock is also very fun. I just love it. <laughs> if there's music, you're probably listening. That was yeah. kind of going to be my next question. If I were to turn on your Spotify or Apple Music right now, who is at the top of your playlist? You know, when you get that, like, music fixation that you're like, I need to listen to this song 17 times on repeat, what is at the top of your Spotify? I think right now I've been, as of recently, I've been listening to a lot of Spanish music. So like Vicente Fernandez is like up there. Yeah, Vicente Fernandez and then like Natalia Laforcade and Cristian Nodal. I don't know. I just like, as of recently, I've just, I want to listen to more banda. I don't know. (laughs) And then I also listen to his music because he's also a singer-songwriter. He has stuff that's out. So I like to listen to his music and kind of just chill. What are your albums called? Tell me more about your music, too. Oh, yeah. Um, so I made my uh, second album called Passages, 10-song LP. Thank you. It's been out uh, since August 2021, 2021, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I got that was really cool because it kind of, like, got me this opportunity to record a, a professional EP uh, at Boston at in Plaid Dog Recording wow. Studio. And uh, I just finished recording two months ago the, the four songs. And one of them is out now. It's called Liana, the single. And we're currently working on the EP. So that, that'll be out in a few months. So that's exciting. That's so exciting. Walk me through a studio session. You said that you were in the studio recording, but like, what does that look like? Yeah, so um, we're working on a song called Pensamientos, right? Yeah, we're working on Pensamientos, and we're also working on this other, like, romantic, kind of, I want to say classic love song, like, vintage feel, called mm-hmm. Roller Coaster of a Dance. Yeah. Oh, I yeah. love that. The first thing that starts is we make an input list, <laughs> right? So input list, uh, and we have to list out the instruments that we want to hear. Yeah, and uh, we were just recording drums for Pensamientos, but... We only had like two hours in our school studio because we really wanted to use the nice drum kit and the, the nice microphones that we can like use for that allotted amount of time. So we're setting up the microphones and I'm in the I'm in the control room and I'm like patching things like crazy. I'm, like, I'm just setting the, com- you know, like getting the, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then I'm like in the other room rushing to put mics everywhere. And like we have two hours, we need to beat the clock. Like yeah, we have to make sure it's pointed correctly and like all the technical stuff. Yeah. I've said this before on the podcast, but I'm in a music production class right now and we had to do a live recording and I knew nothing about microphones. They're like, okay, like the in of the kick drum and the and I was like, okay, I'm gonna try to help. So yeah, all that technical stuff, I really gotta give you all kudos for that because it is so much more difficult than people think. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. We appreciate that. <laughs> so you guys talked about your writing. 
walk me through your writing process. What does that look like for you guys? I, I don't know if your writing spells the same like mine, but mm-hmm. for me, I sometimes can write quotes. If it comes to my head, I can write poetry. But then for the most part, I find that writing songs is more easy when I'm just playing the guitar and I'm saying things out loud mm-hmm. until it just makes sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. like it all comes through your head. Yeah, and like... For Roller Coaster of a Dance in particular, like, I wrote the lyrics to the song. I would say, I wrote the, like, one verse, and it's Roller Coaster of a Dance. I wrote that one line two years ago, and then as of, like, last, the beginning of the summer, this past summer, I finished writing, like, all the lyrics to it, and, because I was just jamming with my guitar and Mm -hmm. seeing what came out, and, you know, he helped me, like, arrange it better, but, yeah. It was really cool, because I was just going to bring up that example, too, so, like, Lily... It, it, it tends to change, like, who's going to do the lyrics, who's going to do the music. But for this one, Lily did music and the lyrics, but I kind of just jumped in and I said, what if we change it instead of being a 4-4 time to 6-8 time? Because that's what really, like, it's more like we'll give it that vibe. And then we tried it. We were actually in Chinatown and yeah, we were, we were just making out. voice memos. And then we listened to it. This is good. This is good. Yeah. Yeah, we were in, yeah, we were in Chinatown and we made a voice memo while we were, like, eating food. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Like, it must be so fun to, like, look back on those voice memos to be like, wow, this came so together and came such a far away from the Chinatown voice memos. That was kind of going to be my next question, too. If you guys usually write together, if you do your separate things and come together, or if it's more like, okay, let's sit down and write a song. I think a lot of our set, well, it's a lot of, like, music that I've written, like, kind of by myself. Sometimes, like, I'll ask him for advice, but we also play some of his songs because... He was writing songs for a musical, and they happened to be in Spanish. So I thought it'd be really cool to incorporate it into our style and kind of just make some. Make yeah, some shout out to Danny Arzola. He's like one of our closest friends, and he's he's been working on this musical. And he really gave me this challenge of, could you help me write songs in like this style? I'm like, well, I gotta do my homework. So yeah, and I sent you like oh, I sent him a bunch of like mariachi music to listen to, so he could write the songs in Spanish and do his thing. <laughs> Yeah, and when we were playing at Healthy Living, I think it was a it was a really big hit. Like I didn't know that the musicals, the songs that we wrote for the musical, could work in in that fashion where we're playing it for like an audience that's you know not part of a show. That's not part of the musical. Right. Yeah, like a whole theatrics. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And how would you guys describe your sound? I know you keep mentioning mariachi, but what are your guys' like inspirations for your sound? I I would say again, it's like. Um, it's a big mix of like like a fusion of mariachi music and just Latin music in general. Because some of the songs are kind of like I would say the song Fu is kind of bossa nova. bossa nova style, and some are just like Latin rock and then just singer songwriter. Yeah, mm-hmm. that sounds like the perfect mix. <laughs> so I'm just like it's a fusion of I don't this and that, <laughs> and I can't put it one. <laughs> Not a single word can define it all. Who would you guys most like to collaborate with? Like, if you got to open for someone's show, who would be your dream person to open for? Oof. That's a good one. I was thought, you know, I'm taking a music business class. So, like, one of the questions on my assignments was this one. And, like, <laughs> the first thing I had said was, oh, Los Retros, because they kind of have a similar Spanish style. And I think it'd be interesting to, like, oh, Liliana Los Caballeros, open for them. Mm-hmm. Love that. Yeah. Do you have an answer too? Oh, um, I'll just <laughs> Los Retros. Los Retros. <laughs> <laughs> it would be even way cool, like super cool if I can get Natalia for God. That would be cool. 
is that a goal of you guys like to go on tour or do you want to stay more local in Chicago? I mean, I, I, I would, it'd be awesome to tour like nationwide and like travel around. I don't know if that'll happen, but that would be really cool. <laughs> Seems like it'd be so amazing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I have some kind of funnier questions. We can do a little like rapid fire. So first rapid fire, what is your go-to karaoke song? Ooh. You're with Te- your friends. You are putting on a show. What is your karaoke song? Tequila. Because there's only like a few <laughs> words. So you really just got to like make the most out of those two words. I think. So right. And you really just got to get the timing right. It's all about the timing. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. I think mine is uh, uh, Cucu by Lola Betran. Cucu Yeah, that one. <laughs> what is your favorite song to perform, like, at a venue? Ooh. A lot of people... So I like playing this one called Pensamientos. It's like a cumbia, like, rock style. Mm-hmm. I think that one gets the, the audience more in, like, a hype feel. Mm-hmm. But I also like playing Roller Coaster because that one also makes people like, oh. I know. <laughs> Yeah. Do you have a favorite one to perform? Oh, me? I, I like both of those. Yeah, and sometimes when I'm doing solo gigs, I mean, there's this street in Chicago called Wabash Avenue, and I wrote a song about it. Aww. And it's, uh, I like playing it because I get the crowd to, like, sing with me at the end of the night. Yeah, yeah. kind of leads me into my next question for you guys. Do you always sing original songs, or do you ever do covers that the audience really knows, too? I think we've only ever done a cover. We, I think we've done it once at the last gig we did. But we had our trumpet player, Miguel Lucero, sing Pesame Mucho because he loves that song. He sang it amazingly. Everyone was like, oh, my God. Yeah, Miguel, Miguel actually used to be in a family mariachi band. With, yeah, his Oh, my gosh. So, like, he knows the song on trumpet. He's just like, all right, uh, you play the guitar and I'll just sing. I'm like, sweet, we'll just get this going. That's amazing. What strengths do you guys think that you have that make you great musicians? If you had to pick one strength. I think we have great chemistry together, like all three of us when we work together. Mm-hmm. What yeah. do you think? I think I think we do have great chemistry. Like when I uh, I met Miguel first in my physics class, like why am I taking a physics class at an art school? This will never make sense to me. <laughs> and I met Miguel first and then I met you next semester in our dog class. Right. And signal flow. And signal flow, right? And then it just kind of like happened to be like, I, I'm going to get the two of them to meet so they can help me with the musical that I'm trying to write for Danny, my friend Danny. Yeah. And, and then it all kind of just worked out and, you know. Totally came worked, together. Yeah. It just. The golden trio. <laughs> yeah. And when did you guys meet? How long ago was this? I met him last spring. So like late January, February. That's when I met you. Yeah, and I met Miguel fall 2021. But I met, like, I met Miguel, I would say, in March or April. Mm-hmm. Like, or, yeah, around there. <laughs> yeah. That's so cool that it was just such an authentic, like, organic meeting of you guys. Yeah. And I'm happy to tell that in your music. I was listening to some of your guys' stuff before. Oh, yeah? <laughs> uh, yes. My next rapid fire question. If you could change anything about the music industry, what would that change be? Ooh. Ooh. So I keep saying, ooh, these are good questions. <laughs> so what would I change about the music industry? Well, it's been a pretty hot topic of debate. I mean, people are always talking about, like, artists don't get enough uh, I just, royalties. I was just about to say that, like, online streaming is kind of, like, yeah. artists don't really make a lot of money from streaming. Mm-hmm. And I feel like they deserve to get paid for the creativity. Yeah. It's so yeah. interesting learning about that. 
a song can be so viral and have so many hits and so many streams and then they're making barely anything. What about music makes you feel passionate? What is that spark that keeps you going with your music? I think for me, just getting what I want to say out there. I feel like music is such a unique unique way to communicate. I know some, I feel like sometimes I have a hard time with words and when words fail, music speaks, you know, like I just feel like that's, that's that. how I feel about that. I, yeah, kind of, I'm kind of riding the same wavelength where it's like, I don't particularly like expressing my like emotions as, as vulnerable because it's hard to be vulnerable. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But Absolutely. music is kind of like the exception. You you can, you can hide behind that curtain of ambiguity. And then when people get to know the artist more, there, there's a real authentic connection there. You know? Yeah. I love that everyone can interpret music in their own way and they can resonate with something that maybe you didn't even think of, but it's so personal to them. So I love that. My last and final question and my favorite question, what is your favorite song to sing in the shower? Like no one's listening. You're belting in the shower. What is your go-to shower song? (laughs) I wish you guys could see their reactions. They are hand on the head. They don't even know. Um. Oh, because it switches around a lot. It depends. There could be multiple answers. I would love to hear multiple answers. Okay. Um, if I'm really feeling like pop vibe, I will listen to Shakira. Shakira, she wolf. I don't know. I just... <laughs> no. <laughs> but at the same time, like, it'll probably be like, uh, Wait for the Moment by Wolfpack. Mm. I love that one. That's such a good song. So good. Mine is, I've been, uh, it's actually kind of funny, uh, in one of my classes, I had to do a, an album review of Get Ready by The Temptations, and I've been listening to a lot of The Temptations, I love their music, and one song, I think it's probably one of their most popular, it's called uh, Ain't Too Proud to Beg, you know what I mean? Ain't Too yeah. Proud to Beg! So, is that, he's the, <laughs> David Ruffin's vocals are just amazing, and like, you know, I'm, I'm in the shower, like, I know you want to be, man! So it's like, <laughs> You are yeah. giving a full five-star performance in the shower, shampoo, microphone. That's awesome. <laughs> Lastly, can you guys share your Instagram handles? We would love to keep following you and listening to your music. Yeah, so I'm Liliana underscore Pulido 263. That's my Instagram handle. So. Mm-hmm. And that's where you'll find most info, probably most of all the information about Liliana and Los Caballeros. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You'll, you'll see videos on it. Yeah. <laughs> and then my Instagram handle is uh, just my name. It's Ian underscore Jake underscore Robleza. So, yeah. Awesome. Well, this was so much fun getting to talk to you guys today. You are so awesome. And I can't wait to listen to more of your music. Thank you so much Thank for having so much. us. Yeah. Really Thanks for listening to WJMS Media, where media is reimagined. You can check us out on our Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok. Also check out our website at www.wjmsradio.com. And we also have a newsletter so you can subscribe and be up to date on everything.